Conan, what is best in life? To crush your enemies, see them driven before you, and to hear the lamentation of the women. That is good. That is good. Fly Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy, it'd be your mom. Bam here. Uh, this episode's a cool one. Uh, Jimmy Kratko from the Kansas City uh, Team Arcanite comes on. Huge fan of Space Marines. We talk Iron Hands. We actually talk about a whole bunch of stuff. He kind of gets off track. We get off track, but we have fun doing it. I hope you enjoy the episode, talking about Iron Hands tech. Uh, if you're talking about building Iron Hands list or thinking about building Iron Hands list, there's probably something you can walk away from this episode having. Uh, with all that being said, uh, let's get some housekeeping out of the way. I do have some giveaways I'm going to post in the next day or two. Um, I've listened to your feedback for the Patreon, and uh, instead of like one big giveaway, it uh, seems like the Patreon was more interested in several smaller giveaways so we could share the wealth, and I have done that. I've got some dice, um, three box sets, and uh, I'll get those announced up on the Facebook page in the next day or two, and I hope you guys enjoy what I've got in store for you. So if you're a $5 above Patreon person, uh, you get one free list review a month on the podcast, and uh, we also have some giveaways that you're entitled to. So, and if you just want to support the podcast, uh, there's also like a dollar level on there. Every little bit's appreciated. I do have to pay hosting and server fees and all that goodness, so it helps keep the podcast alive and doing so. So, with some further housekeeping, snarky sayings. Go uh, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash snarky sayings. Uh, ben Spears out of uh, Missouri runs a uh, Minmo Maelstrom. Has a nice little shop. They sell, uh, you know, acrylic paint sorters made out of MDF terrain, uh, wound counters, turn counters, a bunch of super cool stuff. Uh, he also has some custom stuff he can do, objective markers, uh, koozies, you name it. He's a, he's pretty much a craftsman and can make you all the game aids and accessories that you need to be. So go check out Snarky Sayings, Etsy.com forward slash shop forward slash Snarky Sayings. And uh, tell Ben that the Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast sent you. One last thing, and I will shut the hell up. Flying Monkey Con, www.flyingmonkeycon.com. Go check out our event, our 40K Champs. We still have some tickets available. Our Sigmar event, we have some tickets available. We're also doing Marvel Crisis Protocol. Uh, looking at doing some Blood Bowl this year. Uh, X-Wing is going to be happening. There's a lot of cool stuff. So just uh, if you're going to come to Flying Monkey Con, uh, go get your room. Use a room block. You get two free meals a day. And you get free booze during happy hour. It's probably one of the best values for staying at the venue that I've seen anywhere. Anywhere, honestly. Name one tournament you go to where you can stay at the hotel. And they're going to give you free breakfast and free dinner. And then free drinks during happy hour. Nowhere, right? Nowhere. So come to Wichita. Come to Flying Monkey Con. Uh, one of the best values for a major. Last year, we had 120 sign up and 108 actually fire. So we're hoping to get above that this year. So one of the best majors in the Midwest and the end cap to the Lord Marshall season. There we go, guys. Uh, that's all the stuff I got to get out of the way. Enjoy the Iron Hands talk. Uh, as always, give me feedback. If you're listening on YouTube, um, hit the likes up. Hit the likes. Give me a subscribe. And uh, I'll keep posting the videos online. If you're listening on the podcast, do me a favor and share. Uh, send it to your friends. Let your other 40K people know about this podcast if they hadn't heard about it before. Uh, that's how we spread the word and keep this thing going.
Flying Monkeys Wargaming Podcast, where Wargaming was easy. It would be your mom. Uh, your main host, Bam, here. Uh, joined with my uh, my trusty compadre, the sexiest thighs in Warhammer 40k, uh, Sean Dilly. What's happening, Sean? What's up, what's up? I hope you're ready for me to be late uh, starting in March. Rugby Are you going back to rugby? Again. Yeah, so 30 minutes late every every time. Out there wearing your banana smugglers, tackling Oh, yeah. Man. Is it? Oh, okay. yeah. Checking so, and uh, tonight, uh, a special guest. Uh, I met him at Midwest Conquest this year, uh, kind of trolled him into being my friend, and we've been friends since. So, uh, Jeremy Kopko, what's happening, Jeremy? It's uh, hi, Jeremy Kapko, otherwise Kapko. known as Crapko. It's okay, everyone just calls me Crapko, it's been my nickname for 30 years. Um, I did not know Sean played rugby, yeah, that's cool, I do. Yeah, I've been this will be my 11th year, so wow. Yeah. Are you better at 40K or are you better at rugby? Uh, you know, good at both, I think. Good at both in my respective skill level, I guess. But... <laughs> okay. That sounds like a participation trophy if I've ever heard of one. So. <laughs> but, yeah, so Jeremy's on tonight because we're going to talk Space Marines. Uh, everybody's pretty excited about some of the, I guess, the, the free war gear, the, the buff to the Space Marines. Uh, wave after wave of bodies being crashed against shit that's just going to kill it, but still, yeah. a little bit more bodies to do the things with. So, um, like I said, we had a big uh, big Wolf Council meeting last week, and I've been getting some games in with the Space Wolves, and so far I'm actually doing pretty well, uh, having some models left over after a game instead of like a shit, speaking of Midwest Conquest, when Jeremy and I played, I had what, a Wolf Captain, a Cyber Wolf, and like one, one Interceptor left after... Uh, after turn five so yeah i i barring my terrible i still have nightmares about that game by the way barring my terrible <laughs> turn one movement phase in which i gave him free turn one charges against my iron hands character dread like it like a dummy um yeah i had you tabled pretty good i still had a fire after on the board you couldn't do anything against that um yeah, still was, was though uh, yeah i know i i literally i have the meme you sent me you you created that meme i still have that yeah it's funny for those who don't listen at home i made the the guy sleeping in bed next to his wife and uh she's like i bet he's thinking about other women and i had jeremy saying like i shouldn't have put that dreadnought there so, for weeks uh, but it's been fun we'll get the rematch someday and uh you'll get to clean the clock and we'll have a good time and then it will be one and one in our series. So, well, yeah. Well, the problem is this time I'll be completely in my head and I'll underplay my movement. And I'll just, <laughs> I do. I, that's why that's my move. I think yeah. too hard about it and I don't go where I need to go. That happens. Happens to the best of us. So, I guess as far as like uh, dojo time, uh, Sean, you be getting any dojo time? Be any practice in? What are you playing? Uh, playing some Admech right now. Trying to dial in a list right now. Uh, decide if that's actually what I want to be playing or not. Uh, but I did get a game in last week. Played against some sisters. Uh, won that game, but uh, I've changed the list since then because some things underperformed. Uh, so, on to the next game. So, what's your, what's your next event? What are you hitting? Uh, I think the Mind Games and Magic RTT on the 18th. I'll be there for that one. Next GT will be uh, Free State. Okay. Yeah, so you got free free states got an RTT this weekend, and then we got one at our shop on the I think the twenty fifth or twenty sixth, whatever the last Saturday of the month is. <clears throat> and that's probably gonna be mine. So we've been up to Jeremy. You uh, you practicing with anything cool? Getting ready for anything? Well, 
I've been playing, as you know, I've been playing Iron Hands and like Vehicle Space Wolves for the better part of this past year. I haven't had a terrible lot of hobby time lately. I'm a full-time student. I'm getting kind of my ass kicked by that right now, just trying to keep up on homework. But um, it, it's taken me over three weeks to build two gladiators. You know, and they're not even painted yet. And so my next event, me, me and a couple of the guys from my team are trying to hit this year really hard, this ITC season. Um, because we kind of half-assed last season, still finished pretty nicely. Um, and so this year, we seem to have the time and the ability. I think we're going we're gonna to do a bit more traveling this year. And so here next weekend, we're going, you guys know the melee at Shiloh? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's a 72-player GT down in Arkansas that we're going to take two cars of people down to. And go. so, yeah, I'm trying to get this this Iron Hands list that I've been practicing because I know I, I'm not going to have the time to, to list brew too much and change too many models because I, I just simply don't have the time to like build and paint models right now. So that's where mm-hmm. I'm at. It's it's you know pretty standard Iron Hands things. I'm actually pretty. I think the list is actually kind of lame. It's tri- <laughs> triple Gladiator Reaper, triple Redemptor. Iron Hands character dread, Devastator drop pod, like standard Iron Hand stuff. There's like no tricks. There's no like cool tech in it. I've kind of exper- uh, experimented once or twice with Red Scorpions, trying to bring that um the Red Scorpion named librarian to buff up the character dread. But I don't know. I- I'm gonna take this. I'm gonna take standard Iron Hands to melee at Shiloh next weekend. We'll That's see not how two thousand points, right? You're still they're still like chaffing there, right? No, no, it's it's that's the list. It's three gladiators, three redemptors, a couple characters. It's LT Tech Marine Psyker, two infiltrators, three redemptors, okay. the character dread, three gladiator reapers, two mul- two dev squads, and the drop pod, and that's it. Gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So it sounds, it sounds a lot less than what what I've been what I've been thinking. Marines are going to be bringing, but that's I think that's just the Iron Hands for you yeah well it's all it, again it's also those are the models i have ready to go Fair. so that's yeah sometimes people ask me stuff like that well, why are you taking that unit i'm like because this is what i have what built. i have like it's <laughs> yeah. i have no really good reason other than that like it's uh, i needed 2,000 points and these guys are built and painted so mm-hmm. it, we're gonna make I it had, work yeah if i had let me tell you if i had unlimited funds and people behind me to paint my models for me I would be running, I think, probably, or I would at least be getting practice in to learn how to play like an oops, all land speeders, iron hands list. But that's like $700 or more models that are probably going to be legends in six months. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to build that right now. <laughs> I, uh, I would really. I mean, that's a good thing about Space Wolves is I, I do own the majority of the models that I need to play that'd be good in Space Wolves. And uh, the only thing that's really this this new build, I'm so sick of like plucking arms off of dudes. And like, <laughs> so I just, uh, I was, uh, I'm just going to like, I've already broken into my Horus Heresy box doing something I told myself I wasn't going to do. So I'm just, uh, I'm scavenging bodies from my Horus Heresy box and uh, building three units of Swift Claws and I'm at three more units of Wolf Guard, so I'm gonna have like so many Wolf Guard out the ass, like Jeremy said, to watch them get legends this summer. 
you know, it's, nice. it's probably going to be awesome. So <laughs> it's. Uh, well, I, so my prediction for that, if you care at all, my prediction for the things that are going to be legends is basically everything that didn't get a ninth edition product box. All those weird kits still floating around with a seventh edition product box. I think those are probably the land speeders. All the land speeders, basically, the attack bikes. Um, I think there's one or two others. I think those are all going bye bye this summer. Yeah, my, so my, my captain on bikes probably going away too. So, well, <laughs> that, there never was a product box for that. So, yeah, yeah. but you know, he's they've uh, I've just got, don't I, own I, Marines. That's what I do. It's true. I was I was going through a bunch of stuff and I found like a uh, old Wolf Priest on bike. You know, a bunch of stuff that just doesn't exist anymore. You know, like the the Iron Priest on a Thunderwolf, Iron Priest on bike. It's like God, none of that stuff's even part of the game anymore. So it's a just adapt, just put it in my case in the living room, and I feel like the executioner on Thor Ragnarok. You know, behold my things when when you walk in the house. And yeah, I I would give the advice to anyone like new getting into the hobby that want to build those old kits like that or a lot of the firstborn stuff. Before you go ham, wait wait until this summer and yeah, see that's... what's actually going to be active for the next edition, and then you'll have three years, right, to play with it. But here's, I spent my... all... I'm, I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, go ahead, man. I was going to say, my, my optimistic thing is I hope that they just say, like, a Space Marine to Space Marine, and, you know, you can use the transports, use the vehicles. You know, there's no... There's no Jim Crow style Space Marines going on where you know you can't take each other's transports or eat each other's food. Just right. <laughs> it's like I mean, weirdestly. But this book is like a hundred data sheets that can realistically probably be condensed down to thirty-five data sheets. Yeah. Right. The every, what every single gladiator variant having its own data sheet is silly. <laughs> every single jump pack firstborn body having its own data sheet is silly. So still like three predator variants or whatever it is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. they, every everything with just a different main gun has a different yeah. data sheet, even though it all comes from the same kit. Yeah. Well and then and then again it's kinda like two books in one because you got the, the firstborn stuff and then you got the primary stuff and like really none of them synergize. And you know, even the strats, you know, the the strats kinda favor one side over the other, so mm-hmm. It's like the writing's been on the wall, so if you haven't seen it, you know you do probably at least heat it a little bit before you before we get into the next one. So, well, luckily, you know, getting my tinfoil hat on for a second, they, you know, those uh, Blood Angels hero packs, the little hero hero clicks packs, the single model. I what are they called? Yeah, like they're called like uh, heroes. I think is that or space space marine yeah, space heroes. heroes. That sounds right. Yeah. The heroes, the the little box that just came out like two months ago. The Japanese right. ones, whatever. Yeah. yeah, those have. If you look at those, those are a new sculpt tac marines. Those are new sculpt primaris. Um, they have primaris proportions. Um, tac marines. That's what they are. They're they're tac marines like with the missile launcher and all the old school weaponry. And when you pull them out of the box. They are just interse- their intercessors nice. with those weapon options. So do with that info what you will about yeah. what's probably coming. But well, and if you see some of the kits, like the the Death Watch are taller than the Firstborn. You know, so if you actually get the true like Death Watch kits, where you know I'm not talking just shoulder pad, but like the actual Death Watch Space Marines are taller than the the Firstborn. 
And then, like, the yeah. Horse Heresy models, the Space Marines coming out of these new Horse Heresy sets are actually taller than the old Force Born stuff, too. Right. So, okay. yeah. they yeah, look great, so too. They do, they look really good. So, it's uh, they're scaling up the what we thought was the old stuff. So I'm, I'm hoping that means it's just going to all be integrated and it's all going to be able to work together, which would be super cool. So, yeah, I, I don't know how they would do it, but my, my dream scenario would be you have, they get rid of basically the, the Primaris data sheets. You just have space Marine data sheets and the Primaris word is like a point upgrade, much like the chaos marks. That would kind of be my, my dream scenario. Because that bad. would get that would get rid of all this bullshit rule interactions that we have problems with. I'd like to see everybody have access to transhuman. I mean, if they're all supposed to be walking, you know, sure. chemistry sets of superhuman badassness, they should they should have access to it. So yeah, but if but. for fifteen points, if you could give the Primaris keyword to your block of terminators, wouldn't that be cool? It depends on what you can do with it. I mean, if it didn't do sure, shit, you know, it's it's. Yeah, sure. I, I just think I just think that's a better design space for them to go down, which they have clearly started to go down with the CSM and subsequent books. Yeah, yeah. That Chaos Space Room book was a good book. It was a real it was. good book. It was a lot and of it was, fun. It was put together well, and even yeah. even having some nerfs, I think it's still a fun book, and guys are still enjoying playing it. So. And I hope that's a big signpost of what's to come for the Space Marines. So I would uh, I would definitely be playing them if the Lehman Russells were not as good as they are. Oh, yeah. It's just oh. that it's that three damage mark is just so strong, and when it's when you have you know minimum whatever twenty one shots plus whatever seventy six or whatever it is, like my army just melts away from it. And I said ah, I you, can't be doing this right now because you can't get there from behind cover. You have to have one turn where you have to go survive in the open, yep. and there's no army that can do it right now. And then we we do have uh, Dan. I always go for Salmons in our yeah. region playing eight thousand Lehman Russes. So that's uh, I think if I play him, he goes first. I'm just gonna be like, cool. Let's go have a whiskey, man. You win. <laughs> Unfortunately, that's just what you have to do. Like, yeah, it's cool. yeah, it's just like I'm, I've been trying to figure out the play in them, and it's just <laughs> there isn't. You just die. Well, it's it's go first. Is is the to play. be to be fair? And if you guys want to get into Iron Hands at all here. I've beaten the like that type of guard list a few times now in practice with the Iron Hands, and it basically just becomes a game of chicken. It's because everything the Iron Iron Hands have right now with the all game Devastator, all the AP five from the Multi Meltas and Redemptor Plasma just go straight through the Lehman Russes, and so you can pick up four if you're rolling hot like five Lehman Russes in one go. That's fair. Um, so. But but ultimately, it's still like it's a game of chicken. Like you can't come out and, and prep for that turn. You have to be behind cover. You have to you have to not go first. You don't want to go first against guard, right? Because you you want to force them to have to come out and start playing the secondary game. And the second they come out is when you can actually start playing now because you have to be the one that hits first. Yeah. If you come out first, their Lehman Russes will come out second and just pick up everything. Yeah, so let's let's go ahead and dig into that. And uh, for those at home, if I didn't announce it at the intro, that's one of the reasons I got Jeremy on tonight. Um, he is a pretty, pretty one of the better Space Marine players in our region, and uh, I respect him as a player. And I also think he knows Iron Hands a lot better than I do. And uh, so I was thinking chapter by chapter, what's really good right now, what's uh, top tier, and as far as Space Marines go, I think Iron Hands are at the top. You know, I think there's a couple other chapters that have really jumped up. Dark I think Angels. Space... What's I that? disagree. 
I think Iron Hands and uh, Dark Angels are up there. I think Space Marine, Space Wolves are better. Um, I think Blood Blood Angels took a little kick in the nuts, and uh, I'm not sure about Imperial Fist. But uh, uh, we'll all right, okay. So Cheers, before- like, this is the Kansas Ward Watts right here. Yeah. All right. <laughs> all right. So before we start deep diving in Space Marines, it has like the first principle of this talk is. Terrain still dictates everything, right? Yeah, it's true. So, a, a marine list that is good on GW terrain is a marine list that is not not good or better in certain other terrain lists, like a player placed or a preset terrain, like how how you do it, Flying Monkey, right? If I'm going to a GW event or I'm going to Flying Monkey, I have to take two different marine lists for those events because ultimately the terrain still and it's it's the movement characteristic that's all it is everything the marines have being so slow dictates like how sean was saying he's not playing csm right now because if he goes to these typical terrain events where you have to at least come out one turn and survive out in the open before you can start making all your charges it just doesn't work right now with the shooting meta so like that that is the first principle for all of probably like you know i could talk for hours about this but whatever you want to say man it's brought you on for your expertise so sure you drop it drop you it. have an hour no <laughs> yeah. i'll let you know when it's bedtime so yeah uh so you you, you were talking tier lists for marine chapters you know art i put out a youtube video a couple weeks back and i, I said um i thought dark angels were by far and away the best marine chapter um, and I still believe that Art of War came out with their chapter tier list today. They also said that same thing. They they put only Dark Angels in the S tier, um, and it's it's just because of the points changes ultimately. But you know, Iron Hands benefit the most from the Doctrine changes. Mm-hmm. But that Doctrine change also like one A and one B. One B right there is Dark Angels. Who knew? A Devastator Dark Angels list is terrifying, right? Because you have you can dedicate so little of your list now to the Terminator blocks. You can bring mostly a shooty Devastator Doctrine focused list and still have two by ten Terminator blocks that become just a stat check for many of the factions in the game. How many points is, is the Terminator block right now? Ten Deathwing Terminators, eight of which with Thunderhammer Storm Shield. Two with a storm bolter, cyclone missile launcher, and probably a chain fist. Uh, that ten man block is three hundred and thirty points. Hmm. It's core. Okay. You can put every buff known to man on it, and it's got perma transhuman, right? And it and then it's super doctrine for you know a lot of people don't know this. I don't I don't know what your target audience is for this extinct distinguished podcast. But <laughs> all the Deathwing units, right? It has nothing to do with your how your detachment's set up. Just every single Deathwing unit or inner circle unit. Um, ooh, maybe not every inner circle unit. We'll just go with Deathwing unit for now. Every single Deathwing unit in the Assault Doctrine, whether you spend the CP to do that turn one or not, or just wait till turn three, they get full wound rerolls against characters and anything of wounds nine or greater. Which is a lot of the game right now, to be fair. Right? Like, that's that's a lot of the game. Yeah. I agree. It, it is a vehicle shooty meta right now. 
monsters, yeah, I it, vehicles, monsters. I, like I wish it wasn't because it's not my play style, which kind of drives me nuts sometimes too. I think I like to go karate stuff in the face. That's definitely like I definitely enjoy my list where I got to do that more than yeah. when I have to sit back and shoot. I like my my horde combat armies for sure. Yeah. And to be fair, you you I I heard that dig you gave to Blood Angels. You said Blood Angels kind of got shat on a little bit. Have you played against or have you got any practice in against like a, a good Blood Angels list yet with the new rules? I think so. But I think I think honestly like Space Wolves are an underrated counter to Blood Angels. Oh, because, yeah, Space Wolves I mean, sure. Would be you have double I, fight last. You know, I, I control the fight phase, you yeah. know, and I and I also fight on death. Yeah. You know, and it, it really I think it robs the Blood Angels in a lot of ways what they're good at. So, yes. I and so I, I guess with my army, I would I I feel like my army into their army they got kicked in the nuts because they lost some of their better secondaries. Mm-hmm. Um, their secondaries are not as good as they were. So, but maybe regular Space Marines and the Blood Angels, I would not worry as much. Um, but just I just think in a lot of ways, space. I, th- I think Space Wolves in a lot of ways just have a hard counter to some of what the Blood Angels do. And so yes, yeah. you know, that's my opinion on that. If you haven't got a chance, like. Do you, do you only play Space Wolves? Do you, do you never like try to get in a, a goofy game with anyone else? Uh, I, I'm tempted. You know, like I've, I've told myself for like a decade I was going to build Space Sharks and just use, use, the, use them generically. Yeah. And, uh, and, and I'm tempted. But the, again, the problem is I'm wondering like if I hobby this dope army of Space Sharks and, you know, the summer drops, then I've built this nice looking army that just gets dumpstered. But... I might finally do the thing. So I've been, I've been looking at like Iron Hands list. I've been looking at Dark mm. Angels lists, and I found a three D print file for like a cyber looking shark for a Space Marine to ride. And I was like, that'd make a good bike, you know. And so there's been some of that, those thoughts in my head. I just haven't, I haven't jumped there and done it yet. So and I, and I just feel dirty playing Space Wolves other stuff. <laughs> I played, I played him as Iron Hands at LVO one year. And uh, I felt like I, I was unclean. Like I <laughs> just, I wanted to bathe and, and cleanse myself of my transgressions. So wow, I told I told myself I was never going to do it again. So because people would come by and like my space wolves look pretty good. Like they're painted well. You know, yeah. I put a lot, I put time hobbying in them, <laughs> and, and there's nothing more disappointing than someone coming by and be like, "Man, good to see somebody playing space wolves," and you have to go, "Yeah." They're Iron Hands today. So just, every weekend, every weekend, right here. So, so I'm just like, no, I'm not doing that. Like, if I'm gonna do it, I'm gonna build something generic. Um, and, and I think, uh, I think I do it with space space sharks, and I can just play them as whatever the hell I want to. And on my luck, I do it and build it, and then uh, GW decide they need their book. So, so that'd be that'd be what it is. But well. I would, and I would. I want to hear Sean's take on this after I say it, because with his ad mech, Sean, have have you gotten any practice with against Blood Angels? Uh, not with my current ad mech, but I, I mean, I've played into them. They are. I I think they're they're the off meta pick right now. They're not. They're like they're not going to win the mid, the mid tables, but if one gets into the top tables, they'll like kill all the meta armies. If that you're talking ad mech, you're talking Blood Angels. Blood Angels, Blood oh, Angels. Yeah. Because they, all the free, like, they didn't get the points changes that a lot of the Space Marine stuff did, right? But 
they all free Inferno and Melta pistols mm-hmm. is nuts, and it's a sh- a shitload of them. It is. You so you can a Van Vet, for instance, if you want to take Van Vets in Blood Angels, they can hold two Inferno pistols apiece, and they're free. Like, but then they, but then they're pillow fisted. So, sure, but sure. Inferno pieces a piece. <laughs> but it, but it, but it's a, it's a, it's a hundred and ten point, or a hundred. I'm probably doing the math wrong in my head. It's, it's relatively low cost, fast unit that can go put ten half range melta shots on something with rerolls. Like it's actually a shitload of damage. They're only in range two, six, though, aren't they? Right. I mean, it's we're looking at ultimately at eighteen inch threat range. Uh, twenty because they they'll be on they'll be close enough to the sanguinary ancient to get plus two move, so they'll they'll be moving fourteen with fly. Okay. Right, and then and then melt inferno pistols. No, they're pistols. I was I almost just yeah. said something incredibly stupid, but yeah, third, twenty twenty inch yeah. threat range. If you listen to this podcast before Jeremy, nobody will know. Yeah. <laughs> well. <laughs> You know, I think I think if in it, it might be even a little jankier. I, I'm going to get roasted by Blood Angels people here because I'm not I'm not a Blood Angels player, but I've I've you know I've I've dabbled right. I've looked I've looked at the rules. Mm-hmm. They may be able to take a Melta pistol and an Inferno pistol, but I I know for sure they can take two Inferno pistols. Um, and that's so just aren't like, they the same thing? They are the same thing with different names. Yes. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I like Wolfguard can uh, there's five melta, five combi meltas, and uh, five power axes. Like, yeah, uh, that's cool. Some points, it's pretty good. That's cool as hell. That right, what twenty seven points? You said <laughs> one hundred twenty seven some points. Oh my god, points. So I can't remember what it was when I was writing my list, but that was it was so cheap. I was like, huh, I wonder if I can fit hammers on somebody in there. But I, I, if if Marines are just everywhere in the meta, Blood Angels play so good. And other than space holes, right? We've already established that. But the the movement and the ability to just have a six inch charge twenty one inches away yeah. is crazy. On on a unit that they can mult like a five man death company unit can multi charge, you know, two redemptors and easily pick up it's it's so far within the math. They easily pick up two redemptors yeah. in one go. And so you know the the dreadnoughts and the tanks are going to be everywhere, and I just think the ability for like a single sanguinary guard unit to come out, melt a pistol a tank, and then charge another tank, kill it in combat, and then consolidate into a third tank is just nuts. Yeah, and I, I'm not sure people remember the art of screening as as much shooty as there is right now. I think a lot of people are used to like, here's my castle, I shoot you, ha <laughs> win, you know, and and then. When you well, Chaplain Leroy Jenkins winds up in your line, what happens? It's like the whole plan just shits the bed. So yeah, uh, I could see that with Blood Angels. So yeah, I, I just don't know what to cut to sc- and what to screen with. Right now, I'm screening with Devastator squads. That's my screen. <laughs> <laughs> you said you had some infiltrators in there. Yeah. There are two infiltrator units. Yes. Yeah. Um, I- I, I probably screen with a unit that's not necessarily traditional. I usually put Wolf in behind walls. 
Well, definitely sounds you're gonna need a you're gonna need to learn how to screen, especially with the word bears and stuff coming out too, right? Yeah. They have some some of those blood word bears or, or world, world eaters, world, world eaters. eaters. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, Did I say word bears? World you said eaters. word bears. You had them on the brain. Well, yeah, that's that's, <laughs> that's my chaos face screen army. World eaters. Oh. The world I, eaters I, look fun. Yeah, they do. I'm not sure. I think you're gonna see Angren on tables. I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure at a competitive level. That that Lord, what's his name? Lord and uh, Victor. He mm-hmm. uh, he seems more valuable as far as the list goes. You know, with the with the pregame move. You know, just again, you know, people better start learning how to screen because if you don't learn how to screen, there's probably four or five armies are out there right now that'll be in your face turn one, and you're just not going to recover if you don't have screens out. You got to do Angron with two empty rhinos, so you have all your tokens in the beginning. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have to kill the rhinos off the bat, then you get your uh, all right. Cool, you can revive now. Yeah. Yeah. I, I thought every time they talk about it, they keep saying they're trying to get away from the Office Strike stuff. That's what uh, I thought. <laughs> That's what I honestly thought. They were they did a good thing. job of it uh, until Guard came out, I thought. Well, and then the World Eaters' Alpha Strike is insane. Yeah. Like, to be fair, it's kind of all they got, but it's insane. Yeah, but here's my thing, though, is it do Alpha Strikes really matter that much if you can just shoot somebody else off the board turn one with a lot of armies? You know, it's like, well, yeah, sure, they can't. It's, it's like... You can't alpha sure you didn't alpha strike because you're not going up there and doing your karate, but goddamn, you know it's like I picked up all my army turn one because someone just shot the shit out of it, but it's it's the well, same feel bads. It's not any different. And, and let's let's talk about the biggest change in the season that hasn't been mentioned yet, and I I think it's by far the biggest change. It's bigger than the detachment. It's bigger than the points changes. Everything. It's the free reserves. Yes, my free yeah. reserves. I love I've been it. putting half my army in reserve every game. Because, yeah. like, because the Iron Hands, like, all their rerolls are self-contained. So, like, I don't need to, mm-hmm. like, especially the tanks. Right? So, I just well, reserve why, everything. And that's why I like Iron Hands. I think Iron Hands are so good because they're not so character-reliant for the rerolls. You know, they're not reliant on a lot of litanies. You know, you don't need to give them, you know, whatever's the the the, the recitation of focus or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they just don't operate off of litanies. They don't operate off of a lot of character buffs. You know, you can walk them on. You don't take any penalties for shooting. They're rerolling ones. And then they change the secondary to, like, basically, like, Iron Hands are going to score 15 points on that secondary. They're, they're just going to, mm-hmm. you know. And, and I don't know... I don't know if it's even. You're probably not going to stop them if you try. It's just they're just going to do it by playing the game the way they play the game. And uh, I mean, you can stop them it, again. It, it comes down to terrain, ultimately. Yeah. Like I'm going to melee at Shiloh, you know, next weekend, and I don't know if you guys have ever been there before. I have not, but the research I did showed kind of open tables with not a terrible lot of terrain, and you know, it's no dig at them. It's just. Right, that's the reality of running a 70, 72 player event. Right, it takes a shitload of terrain, and I think these the gunline armies. Like, I'm terrified to go up against Tau. I'm terrified of Tau. Right. Yeah. The the triptides is the move shoot good move thing. triptides yeah, are good, so though. hard to deal with, especially without armor of contempt. Yep. I agree. Because they're, they're what? They're six shots, like strength nine minus three, three damage. Is that what they are? Over they're charge. D. 
Oh god, I'm not gonna. I'm not. I think they're D6 plus three shots. I'm not gonna get the Riptide rules cards off the top of my head. But they're four damage, which is the, they're like AP five four damage, which is the crazy part. Yeah, oh, the last game I played against Sal, I played Jason Rogers. And me uh, too. That was my last time game. And uh, I we had the we had longboards. So we had like hammer and anvil, and it was player placed. And basically, I set up terrain to where I could sit on three objectives for the game and not have to engage him. Yeah. And by the time he figured out he needed to come off the back line to engage me, it was too late. He'd already lost the game. Yeah. You know, and so that was kind of it was counterintuitive because that's not usually how I play. But with the mission and the board, you know, that mm-hmm. was what was best at the time. And uh, I just, uh, you know, I just didn't put a lot of stuff out there for him to shoot me, which. You know, Tau picks up Space Marines, and, and Tau can design lists that are really good at killing Space Marines. And if you if you don't use your terrain, you don't use your cover, you're going to lose that game. So if if that's how Shiloh's terrain is, it might be a rough weekend because I know there's a few Tau players down there. So yeah, there there's like eight Iron Hands players signed up. There's a few Guard <laughs> players and a few Tau players, and it's going to be a bloodbath. Ugh. Yeah, I guess I'm, I should probably stay home then. They're probably, they're probably sold out anyways. So I wanted to go, but you know the the crew, the the forty KC guys, just no one wanted to go, or just not enough of us to make sense. I think it's like one other person besides me. I was like, ah, eh, we got an RTT that same week. We can all hit that one. Hell yeah, yeah. Drew will be there to run it. He's not going with us. So nice. You got you got what you James Calvin, me James Calvin Josh. Me, right, Josh, James, Josh me, fun. James, Calvin, Josh. There's five of us going. Who am I forgetting? Ted. Sorry, Ted. Next uh, he's, yeah. been, he's been uh, putting up some points recently. Like, uh, yeah. I, I mean, sure, it's Necrons with great secondaries and stuff, but all, yeah, all the way up until Arcs Bowman. He's yeah. he's great. Yep. Yeah, that motherfucker ruined my weekend at Shoby Showdown. Fuck him. <laughs> so. Yeah, he he was real good. I think he finished. Like he he won he Necrons and LMC yeah. last year, and I think he finished top ten in Necrons in the ITC. Good. Um, but even he he'll he'll tell you. I'll text him right now. He's he's just he has no idea what to do in Arcs Roman. At least at least is he still running triple Catan? <laughs> no, because Gar just invalidates it. Yeah, yeah. But good old Banner that just ignores everything. Yeah. Uh, the banner with 150 points of mortars will just pick up three Catan. Yeah, it's nuts. And that unit's Gross. impossible to kill too, right? The the whatever the 11 un- wound unit that just is the most impossible thing to kill. Yeah, uh, good story about that. At the RTT last weekend, um, the a Blood Angels player got a charge on that command squad with 10 Thunderhammer Terminators and did not kill it. Yeah. Oh boy. That's how that works. <laughs> I just love that the Ogren bodyguard just happens to have like six or seven wounds and like other body other Ogrens are just like three wounds. It's just like yeah. drop them down three wounds and I think it becomes a lot more manageable again. Yeah. Yeah. Dan, def- Dan was sure, talking definitely. about that sauce when the book first dropped. Oh yeah, he was. He said he yeah. said you're not killing this unit. Yeah. I've I've I, killed it before, but my it relied on my opponent messing up. If they're playing safe with it and doing only yeah. what they need to do with it, it's never going to die. Lord. 
Well, let's uh, let's get into the meat and potatoes tonight. Let's let's talk about the the Iron Hands. Since you're taking Iron Hands, mm-hmm. um, let's go through uh, headquarters choices. What is, what has kind of changed or not changed in Arts of Omen? What are you looking at for headquarters choices if you're if you're building a list or themes you want to build around? I guess. Well, there's. I I'm I'm hesitant to say there's two two trails of thought here. So, you first have to decide if you're playing successor iron hands which a lot of people are or just base iron hands and what i mean by that is if you're bringing the successor build you're probably going to have a bit of melee in your army because it's built around whirlwind of rage right and still maintaining the super doctrine um Mm. and if you're doing that there's still a good argument for like a chapter master in the list or a captain of some sort because you're probably still bringing like jump pack vanguard vets Th- those are your your go out and punch thing unit um i'm not doing that i i don't really like that that type of build so i'm just going straight vanilla iron hands shooting castle as you heard earlier and my only melee in the entire army is the three redemptors and so when when you do that the entire army is heavy weapons, so I just naturally get rerolls on them anyways. So I don't need a that dictates I don't need a captain anymore. And you know, later on in the game, if I need captain rerolls because my three redemptors are going to get into melee, right? Space Marines, I can always spend the one CP to put out a captain aura on one of the redemptors. So I always have access to that. The sixty-five point Primaris Lieutenant is basically standard across all builds right now because he can like he's. He's just incredible for 65 points, right? Mm-hmm. He dropped 30 points in the in the points changes. He's just amazing. Um, everyone's still bringing at least one Tech Marine. I know uh, our good friend Kyle in Kansas City, I think he's bringing two two Tech Marines. Um, yeah, and then and then it's just, I, I'm bringing a Librarian for Psychic Fortress with Armor of Contempt going away. And I don't know how you get away from those three. I don't know how I don't know how you get away from a lieutenant, librarian, and a tech marine. Because you, you like the five up inborn aura is just so crucial. Especially as we said earlier, like you're playing this game of chicken right now in the shooting meta. Mm-hmm. And if you happen to roll bad that one turn that you need to pick up four Lehman Russes, your only hope of survival is if you have a five up inborn aura, right? In your castle. No. If you don't have that, literally everything's just dead. So it's like too much for me to personally gamble on, not to not bring that and not have it. So yeah, I I don't know. I think ancients are are pretty big too. I mean, probably not for your style of list, but I think uh, in a lot of space ring lists, you'll see those ancients sticking around too. Yes, yeah, ancients. I the company champions are super sick right now. They're they're like fifty points and they're little dueling melee monsters. Um, but th- those are both elite slot characters. No. So lieutenants, uh, lieutenants and H- no lieutenants and HQ. Yeah. Okay. Shows how much I know space marines, right? Yeah. No, it's it's okay. Yeah. So it's like lieutenant. They were tech- elites, right? Lieutenants. Yeah. Were they ever elites? No. Wow. I don't think so. Okay. The Deathwing Strike Master might be an elite, but I don't still him. I don't even know if he is. It's the Deathwing LT and Terminator armor. Um, 
Yeah, I, I don't know how you get away from those three. So I've already tried to run the Red Scorpions list again. The problem is the, the Forge World uh, Servant Loth, the name Psyker, he's 135 points. He's so expensive. And I don't know if I... We're going to see. We're going to see. If, if demons are still the bane of my existence, he's go, I'm going to make a way. I'm going to figure out how to put him in the list. But... Yeah, he- he didn't seem expensive pre-arcs, but post-arcs, he, he, seems, he seems absolutely expensive. Yeah, well, there was a ton of of Psyker units, large Psyker units in the meta in Nephilim. You had all the all the Tyranid Psykers, right? The Iron Hands character dread with, with full wound rerolls from Servant Loth could kill a Flyrant in Overwatch. So, you know, that's pretty awesome. And then all the big demons, the Lord of Change is still floating around out there. Thousand Suns are still going to be decent. Um, Grey Knights doesn't doesn't look like Grey Knights are going to be, you know, increasing too high into the meta. But there are still a lot of Grey Knights players. There's still just a ton of psychers out there to have the Iron Hands character dread full wound rerolls against. It's kind of crazy. And so if you can just find those extra thirty five points in a list to just bring that one character is. He just he makes up his points. In certain matchups, he will single handedly win the matchup, and so it's just that type of thing. In most matchups, he's not going to matter. You just kind of sunk the thirty five points into nothing. But then that one game at a big GT, you're going to run into like a Lord of Change and a Bellacor, and he will he will win that matchup for you. That makes sense. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Wait, so core turn off rerolls, not wound rerolls. Okay. Yeah, so the character dread gets to exploding sixes to wound, full wound rolls. Mm-hmm. It's a lot. Yeah. Right. And especially against like Bellacor's only four up save. I think the last time I shot Bellacor with him, I did even wounding on sixes, I did 14, 14 wounds to him in just the character activation. And so that's like that that's that's a lot, right? Yeah. That that will that's a that puts a very difficult timer on your opponent to do things. Agreed. Well from there, where are you looking at for troops? Are you just uh a unit of infiltrators like uh like everybody else and call it good? Um <laughs> again, I have I have such PTSD in the demons because Drew Drew plays demons and I've Demons are literally the last, like the last seven losses at GT events I have are into demons. Wow, really? Yeah, huh. yeah. Okay. Uh, be- because I, there's a long story to that I know I just had this whole spiel about how that one character like wins the demon matchup for like three events in a row. I was rolling Bellacor as T8, and it, it took like three events for to get corrected on it, and it. I'm just an idiot. That's just the moral of that story. <laughs> right? And so, oh, man. yeah, it turns out Melta's wounding Bellacor on fives instead of fours is, is kind of a big deal. It is. Um, uh. Anyways, enough of that. I ha- I just have PTSD when it comes to demons. So I the double infiltrator squad just wrecks demons' days, right? Yeah. It just murders them. 
it doesn't do anything. It, I thought like a lot of people are like, oh, it's really good against Kazrakin too, because Kazrakin are kind of like the the bogeyman, right? The bogeyman in the meta. Mm -hmm. Kazrakin don't give a shit about infiltrators. They really don't. They don't. Well, they're twenty four inch range, right? They just need to move just enough to where they can see. Uh, every time I play into them, they're thirty inch range with probably some order range, or yeah. something. Yeah. Yeah. So like they, so we, what? What my opponents are they're trying to they're figuring out now, right? Uh, and of course, like all the really top tier good people already knew this, but for all you middle table people, you know, playing guard, you just teleport the Kazakin onto a wood somewhere because you have the right. You don't, you don't, you don't teleport them nine or twelve inches in front of your opponent. No. You teleport them as far away as you possibly can and still have shots on literally anything because it does it. That's the great thing about Kazakin. I think a lot of people get so hung up on trying to get like value shots into the value targets of an enemy uh, army. Don't do that. Just shoot three things. <laughs> Just shoot three things, do 25 damage in your 100 point activation. And like, you're just, you're so hard sw swinging the math in your favor for the rest of the battle rounds. It's crazy. Yeah. And there's no melt range you got to worry about any of that. You can do it at twenty three point nine 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 nine. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it, they are the last the last time a Kazakhan unit activated into my iron hands. I was a good boy. I didn't give them three targets, but they had two targets, and that was enough. So they picked up a Redemptor and an Infiltrator squad in just one activation. So it's, it's like uh, you just you know you just did twenty three you twenty three damage to my army. That's a fifth of a Space Marine army. So, you know, and he's got one every every guard army's got one more of those coming. Man. It's nuts. So you just you just teleport them to a woods to give him the minus one to hit, and you save a CP to transhuman them, and you just make them as difficult as possible to shift on your opponent's next turn. Because that every shot they have to put into those Kazakin, because they have to, is another shot they don't get to put into a Lehman Russ. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, well, but anyways, the guard, the guard yeah. deck. <laughs> sorry, I just every, sorry, but you guys, as you guys know, guard are going to be everywhere, and that's such a huge part of the meta right now. I wish, uh, I wish more guys in our local meta that were worth a shit playing would would pick them up and get them built. Because I'm gonna, I don't. Definitely <laughs> I do not. Them. No, the less guard, the better. Uh, I still be able to play them though, and if I, that's my thing though. Is I think people undervalue undervalue practice. Oh, absolutely. You yeah. know, and, and and I don't care. <laughs> If uh, if someone's gonna beat me or not, if if they got the meta army, like I still want to play into it because if I at least get that one game or those two games where I get my teeth kicked in, most instances the same things won't happen again to me. Yeah, mm -hmm. it, it's That's just kind of hundred percent. Yeah, yeah. Like you're you're gonna probably get the tricks off on me once, or I'm gonna misplace or misplace something or misgauge something in a game or two. But once I've gotten those couple of games in against it, usually my chances go up as far as like being able to pull off the win. It's pretty so, consistent with me where it's just like, all right, never played this codex, just released. I'll lose the first game. But after yeah. that, it's like, all right, cool. I know what I, I got an idea of what I'm doing now. And I, uh, I definitely play a lot better into them. Yeah. And like when the, when the Tau codex dropped, my first game against Tau, you know, they kicked the shit out of my Space Wolves, you know, and then the next game uh, I played, I think I lost again. And it was just by a few points. And then from that point on out, like I haven't lost the Tau since then, you uh -huh. know, so it's, it's just kind of, I don't know. It's just learning those lessons I think are important. People don't, they like, they want to sit around and list theory. 
they want to sit around and write lists and send lists back and forth with their friends all day because it's free, it's easy, it's it's a way to participate in the hobby without actually being at the table. Jeremy's pointing at himself for those not watching the video, but but I think where the where the money is made, where the where the where the actual bills get paid is getting on the table and doing the practice. And yeah, and, and if I can't get practice against guard and I run into him at a tournament, I'm gonna have to shit the bed at a couple of tournaments that I paid money to go to. As opposed to shit in the bed at home, you know, where you just go change your shorts. <laughs> so I just, I, I want those games. And I want to play those games against players that are good. And I want to play those games against players that are better than me. So whenever I, I run into it at a tournament, I know what I'm doing. You know, and we had, we had a big mass of sisters players um, in, in our area. And I'm grateful we had them because, like, when I went to the U.S. Open, um, I wound up that round, like, having to play up a pod against an undefeated sisters player. Who kind of laughed at me playing Space Wolves and I beat him like 90 something to 30 something, you know, and he was undefeated. Like I played up a pod. He was undefeated going into round six, I think. He's and, the sisters uh, player I lost to. Is he? Well, then I avenged your honor that weekend, but Hell yeah. I, I, w- I wouldn't have done that if I didn't have all the games in the sisters against good players that were practicing with me locally. Mm-hmm. You know, and I had three or four buddies that were playing sisters pretty consistently that I got to have the games into them. So when I got on the table with that dude, like nothing he did was going to surprise me, you know, and, and I'm ranting about practice, but you know, it is, it's important. I don't it think it's right. how important right. it is. Practice. What I, I reminisce to the old days, right? Iron Halo. When I go right old days, when, when I talk about Iron Halo, five of yeah. one lost the very last round by a point. That was, that was with my random death card stuff that everybody was confused when I'm playing it, but it was just right. I was getting two or three games a week and I was just feeling good going into it. Like yeah. just practice helps. It does. And I had a, I had a five and one with wolves, eighth place in iron halo, you know, a hundred some bodies. It's not a bad showing, you know, just, but that was for practicing. So I didn't mean to steal your thunder there, Jeremy, but. Oh no, it's okay. The only thing I would add to the troops talk in iron hands is for the people that are really trying to push the most out of their lists, if the event you're going to, um, most of them do release the missions they're going to be playing. The missions that you're going to be playing kind of dictates how many troops you want. Yes. Like you, if Data Scry is in the is in the mission pack, and um, oh god, what's the other one? The, the Swasta Commission. What is it called? Oh, god damn it! The the is other it, whole two, whole three. Tides of is tides, tides of, of conviction. I don't know that one. Or, yeah. it's the, the two whole two whole three missions. If those are in the mission pack, you pr- like it's probably a good idea to flex in a third troop choice, or or takes a take mm-hmm. what, rights of battle on somebody. So or rights of war, whatever rights the, war. the war lord choice. Yeah. I mean, I think most people are taking rights of war, anyways. Now, agreed. But yeah, that in, I I'm perfectly happy to lose on those missions with my two infiltrators. But if I'm really trying to go go hard, I that I think the the mission pack dictates how many troops you need to bring. A lot of people really like the tax squads with the with the one heavy weapon. In the squad, you know, just because it's cheap, right? I mean, they're cheap. super cheap. Yeah. yeah, they're incredibly cheap right now, and you get a free las cannon or a free missile launcher or a free multi melting. You know, pick your poison, whichever one you want. Um, they're super cheap. Hands, ignoring heavy, heavy, right? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can reserve them even, bring them in off the board edge, or they just sit in your deployment zone and wait until round four when the you know the mash is going on in the middle of the board and they get to come out and you have these value heavy weapon shots still on the table. Um, yeah, I, I'm not personally taking tax squads, but I completely understand. Do you own tax squads? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah. No, I, I I do. I I have a. Uh, I have about 30 firstborn Marines on my shelf in my closet with no arms that are just ready to be built or magnetized to anything I, I may need for, you know, what, whatever a firstborn Marine can do. Um, so yeah, I have plenty of attack squads. If I wanted to run them, it's just, again, my PTSD with demons. I just, I just keep the two infiltrators and that's good enough for me. You want to go on? Do you think? Do you think uh, like Zinch demons? Because I think that's going to be like the new demon meta, right? Yeah. I mean that three up invul <clears throat> is still strong, right? Or oh, it's it still just... crazy strong. Okay. Like, like demons this weekend had a fifty-six percent win win rate. Like yeah. they're still crazy good. Reality rebels is still yeah. What the the top one of the top three secondaries in the game, right? They're still crazy good. Flamers in Zinch are still probably the best data sheet in the game. <laughs> like there is even a with lot the of having data. to roll the shot, or even with having to roll the hit. You mean hitting on twos or rolling ones? Yeah, yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> like it doesn't really matter that much. Like yes, they're it matters they're, Overwatch, and that's like the big thing. Their Overwatch got nerfed, and that's the big thing. But I think a lot of the good players were just using something shitty to soak in Overwatch, anyways, right? Like I don't think it was actually mattering that much to very many games. Yeah, I was I was intentionally going on the other side of walls so I can Kool Aid man through them sometimes. So. Well, and even even Space Wolves are the best because you just you just send forward a fifteen point Cyberwolf. Yeah, or or cast some magic on them, put the hoodoo on them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so um, uh, Troop Droids headquarters. Let's. Uh, how how heavy in the elite slot are you going? Well, so this is the other this is the other path of divergence. Uh, if you're doing an Iron Hand successor and you want the bit of melee punch in your list, you are kind of forced to go six elites that way to to pick the compulsory elite slots for Arx Roman because that's the only place the jump pack stuff is right. The vendettes are. Um, I am not doing that. I am compulsory slot heavy support for the tanks. But even for me, for the shooting platforms, like it's so hard. I hate Redemptors. I really do. They're they cause me so much stress in my life because of the D six shots. Like I've literally been on War Games Live and rolled eight ones in a row for number of shots for my Redemptors. <laughs> like it's it's just it is what it is. Um, if I wish they were D three plus three shots so bad, but. Or D6 plus 3, right? If they were D6 plus 3, I don't think <laughs> GW would be able to stop themselves from also nerfing their points. Yeah. I think I for their D- current D3 point plus value, yeah, for their current point value, I think D3 plus 3 is is appropriate. Yeah. That's also um, they get Lehman Russes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Le- and, I, and I know what GW are thinking. They're like, well, Lehman Russes can't, they can't punch you in combat like i get it but you don't get there 
Yeah, it's yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. You know that the new Redemptor model they previewed was it called the uh, Brutalis? The Brutalis Dreadnought. It, it, it is. It is the Brutalis. I've been, I don't wonder if I can convert that motherfucker without having to buy another one because I got like three Redemptor kits in my garage. So I know we haven't seen an official data sheet yet. I am very interested by two things: the points. And because the points is just going to dictate the whole thing, right? Points are going to dictate if it's good or not. And it's armor, right? It's a melee dreadnought, and it's got these extra side skirts on its hips. And I wonder if they're going to treat that like the ironclad dreadnought, who has extra armor on him too. And how and how they write that is the ironclad dreadnought's T eight. And so I am curious if the brutalis dreadnought is going to A, either T8, or have a 2-up save. That'd be solid. Or both. Both would be nuts. I'm, I'm not letting myself believe that, that. That that would just... That would be so exciting if it was both. But, uh, yeah. Because they, they've clearly modeled it with more armor. It, there's no way around it. They have modeled it with more armor. And even if you look at the... Uh, What's the Phobos one called? The baby carrier. Invictor Tactical Warsuit, right? The Invictor Tactical Warsuit is the same chassis. It's a it's a Redemptor chassis, right? The legs and everything, they're the exact same kit. But that has less physically, visually less armor on it, so it's T6. The Redemptor has more armor on it. It's T7. The Brutalis has even more armor on it. Please, I hope it's T8. Oh God, I'll be so happy if it's T8. <laughs> Um, well, today, today, people are dropping the rumors that Teftis is going away in tenth. So, right? Yeah, I, don't, I don't know. We'll see, we'll see how valid uh, that is. Yeah. yeah. But the the Rutalis, the reason I bring it up is because it's got the. Uh, it very clearly has four multi melter shots available to it. It's got the the nipple multi melters. Titty melter. So, like, what is better? What is better? D six plasma shots or four multi melter shots? Four multi-multi shots. Depends on the range. Uh, okay. Kind of depends, depends right? I'm still going to go with four multi-multi shots. Like, I just... And I guess this is... I promise you I'm going to roll the one on the plasma. It's it's just... I can't... Every time. Yeah. the You'll be at the final table, and when you need that five or six on number of shots is when you're going to roll the one. Every time. And but I, this is a, a long CP, ways let me to talk around the Redemptor Dreadnought. Yeah. I'm sorry. I just I don't know I don't know how Iron Hands lists get away from the Redemptor Dreadnought in the Elite slot. Agreed. I think if there are any two chapters out there that can make good use of a Redemptor Dreadnought, it's uh, Black Templars and Iron Hands, and uh, everybody else. Kind of, I'm not I'm not necessarily sure they have much play in other chapters, but Imperial Fist disagrees. What's that? Im- Imperial Fist. Why Why Fist? Uh. Because of their ability to stack the captain and lieutenant aura on one cheap character. And then you can turn them into a you can turn them into a devastator like fully acknowledging their super doctrine sucks. But it is a vehicle meta. And their super doctrine gives plus one damage into vehicles. So and the Redemptor Dreadnought does that, right? So the, the, the plasma from the Redemptor becomes damage four into vehicles in Imperial Fists. And so that's like 
that's like a thing that's real that is both true and real and you know i released a video that same video two two or three weeks ago where i put imperial fists was my biggest like prediction of the season i put imperial fist in b tier um yeah and then art of war you know today also they think imperial fist are b tier as well it's almost like they watched my video <laughs> yeah <laughs> i do enjoy your videos that's for sure I, was, yes. I, was, I watch every single one of them thank you i mean it helps that they're you know they're they're six minutes long or whatever they're just the quick little chats that i enjoy yeah, so. i do it too thank it's, you uh, I think I think I dig the attitude more than anything. But. Yeah, I think that helps too. <laughs> well, Drew's hilarious. Yeah, he is. Like I fully admit, I am a shut-in neat, and I'm socially awkward. But Drew, Drew next, Drew can make anyone like lighter, and he's he's kind of contagious with his attitude. It's good. That's the kind of guy you want running a <laughs> game store in your community. So that's awesome. Mm-hmm. So we talked about Redemptors. Anything else out of, mm-hmm. out of Elite we need to pay attention to or kind of... Ancients. Ancients. Yeah, sounds- so the the successor build, right? The successor build that are flexing into a, a bit of melee. Not They're not just a full shooting fortress. The Ancients and Chapter Champions, because they don't take up... Not ch- uh, Company Champions, excuse me. They don't take up your very precious Elite slots. So you can just... And they're they're cheap as hell now. That, are you running a company champion in your space wolves? You should. I've toy. I, I ran a list with it. Uh, my current list does not have it. Mm. His 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 chapter command upgrade ability is awesome too. Yeah. Now my it current is. list is uh, three three units of speed or uh, <clears throat> of uh, sky claws mm. with uh, I think three melty guns, a hammer, and a fist. Very nice. And then um, three units of Wolfen, you know, four of them Storm Shield Thunder Hammers, and then three units of Wolf Guard, with <clears> all of them having the Kami Melta and the Power Axes. So it, <laughs> it's a lot, it, a lot of jump pack bodies. It should be said, you know, I, I basically have only talked about Redemptors and Vanvets at this point. It should be noted that, like, Space Marine lists, the Elite slots are a bit neutered moving in the Omen, right? Arcs of Omen. I like were you using eight elite slots in your previous lists? Excuse me. Uh not really. I think I had three units of Wolf Guard and then one or two things. And I you know, I was ta- I was taking a Vanguard detachment for the most part though. You know, was, yeah. I don't know if I had eight, but I, I had enough I had to take a Vanguard. Yeah, I, I've I've found every time I start to write a list, especially because of the points changes and a lot of things being so cheap now. I'm running out of slots in every single list I write. Yeah. You know, the whole narrative of Arcs of Omen was this Arcs of Omen detachment is it's so freeing. It's it's so many more options. And I have personally experienced less options across the board. Because I yeah. like I can't ally an Iron Hands patrol detachment with my Iron Hands, but I can <laughs> ally in Votan. Like what yeah. are we talking about? And my thing is too is like at the points of current <clears throat> Votan, what the fuck are you gonna fit in a Votan patrol detachment? It's gonna be worth shit anyways. So you're just not Well Mike Mikey did the Mikey Hellstorm Wargaming did the meme list where he had a five hundred point arcs of omen detachment of Iron Hands with the Iron Hands 
character dread, right? Because that's the whole reason you bring Iron Hands is Iron Hands character dread. And then he allied in a Votan patrol that was 1500 points of Votan. And it, was, and it was like, you know, it was two, it was two land fortresses. It was their tech Marine. It was, it was their named character. It was nuts. And so like, that's a meme list, but I mean, it's, it's a thing. I, I don't think it's good, but it, it's a thing that's going to, if someone brings that, it's, it's going to throw me off. I, I don't know what the hell to do into that. And that's true. Yeah. It's, it's just so frustrating. I can't. I can't ally in if I have an Ultramarines Arcs of Omen detachment with the leader of the damn Imperium. I can't ally in an Imperial Fist detachment. What are we talking about? <laughs> Were they high when they wrote the allied detachment rules? I'm not sure they thought about it that much or that deep. I don't it's, think they think about a lot of things. <laughs> I think we give them more credit for thinking than they do. But well. That's my... So we talked about elites. Let's get into heavy. Um, where, where are we at on heavies? Oh, I'm sorry. I forgot a major part of elites. Stern Guard veterans. Okay. I'm sorry. Yeah, the Stern Guard veterans are nuts. I I'm not t- I'm not taking compulsory uh, compulsory elite slots because I don't have any Stern Guard veterans built. But if I did, I probably would. They're nuts. Yeah, there's some you, there's some good builds with them. Yeah, do 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 you know what they can bring at 100 points? They're so efficient. Uh, someone went through it the other day, but I really I don't have access to Stern Guard vets, so mm. I kind of write them off. Yeah, I, me neither. I, I'm I'm not going to bring any all season. I'm never going to buy any. I'm never going to build or paint any. But they can bring in a hundred point unit two multi meltas and three commi meltas and like a plasma pistol and a melee weapon. I think. So it's it's quite an efficient shooting unit once you give it rerolls, you know. I'll be right back. I got to go for a second. Okay, okay Sean. You come back. He's going to go take a big old poop. Probably. So, <laughs> <laughs> we got about 10 minutes and I got to wrap. So okay. we got we to still get through heavies. So Sorry. Yeah. No, sorry. Heavy support. Uh, it's just standard shit. It's all you're going to see is devastators and gladiators. That's it. Like realistically, you're not going to see anything else that's terribly scary. See the a lot of the gladiators going down to points just basically put them so damn efficient. Um, well, it it was two things. It was them going down in points and Iron Hands having devastator doctrine all game. So they get to have rerolls all game, which is which is crazy. It's nice. And personally, like I, I would do a whole other podcast about this, but I think it needs to be nerfed already. Like I'll be the first one to say it. I think the what combat doct- doctrines probably should be is at the start of the battle round, and this is for all chapters. At the start of the battle round, pick whichever combat doctrine you want, and then each doctrine can't be picked more than three times. Yeah, that simultaneously nerfs Iron Hands. And helps the assault doctrine chapters because they can just pick whatever turn they want it. Yeah, I, I agree. That- I, and that's one thing I've noticed too is playing. Uh, I've I've screwed around with lists like building long fangs, and because long mm-hmm. fangs are really good right now. I think there's some really good builds in long fangs. 
Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, like, man, I could maybe ride this Devastator Doctrine and just, you know, use a strat to put a unit in Assault Doctrine, use a Psychic Power to put a unit in Assault Doctrine I needed. You know, and Wolfen don't need it, so it doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. But it just doesn't seem to work for other armies like it does, you know, for Iron Hands. It seems like that strat, or the way they reworded that, or the way they reworded the Doctrines, you know, it's it's almost like the only armies that really benefit from it are, you know, Dark Angels and Iron Hands to, to the... Most they can benefit from it, I guess. So yeah, and to be fair, like I am, you know, we're doing a whole thing here on Iron Hands. Um, they obviously benefit hugely from Devastator Doctrine. I think Dark Angels like benefit just as much, if not more. Right, the Raven Wing stuff being able to be in Devastator Doctrine all game, and which means they get to advance and shoot their heavy weapons all game and maintain a four up invuln yeah. is is it's so much value and you can still bring same thing what you just said like you can stay in devastator in, with your space wolves and you can just cp the whatever unit you need into assault doctrine like dark angels are going to be doing that exact same thing they're going to be, be bringing shooty lists with one or two big bricks of terminators because they're so cheap and just whenever they need it they'll spend the cp to put a terminator in assault doctrine yep that's, I don't know. We'll see. I played with it a little bit. I didn't score too bad. So it's, uh, I might continue to do it in the future, but I really, I really think it's like if you're an Iron Hands player and you're not picking that one as, as your secondary, you're doing it wrong. It is. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's very clearly just like an auto 12, 14, 15 points, right? Without, like, you're just playing the game. You're not doing anything special. You're just playing the game. Yep. Which a lot of the the better the broken secondaries have, have pretty much been that by design, you know, like sisters like shrine. It's like I'm gonna stand on this objective. I'd have stood on anyways, and I'm gonna score points. So it's they're they're get points for using miracle dice. Yeah, just, just let me. Yeah, I'm gonna use this mechanic that they wrote in my my codex just to just to use and get points. It's yeah, it's silly. Yeah, I and but on the flip side, you know, I had a talk with someone today about codex warfare. I, I think the proper way to nerf it, because I do think it needs to be nerfed, right? I'm not an insane Marine player that thinks, you know, Marines sitting in the 60% win percentage is fine. It, they need to be nerfed a little bit. And I think the proper nerf is to just change doctrines. Because if you change, if you change Codex Warfare to score only one point for Devastator Doctrine kills instead of two, it's... It goes down to eight or nine points a game, maybe ten points on a good game, and you're still like, no one's going to take it then, right? You're just going to go back to one of the other kill secondaries. So I, I, I in with tenth edition coming so soon, I don't think they're going to do a lot to balance the game in the next data slate. But I, I would personally like to see like a limit, then reinstitute a, a limit again on Devastator Doctrine. Go back That's to Death Watch, where it's like you get two turns of it or something like that. Well, and then yeah, Death Watch is all janky as far as yeah. their, their doctrines. Yeah. Well, I was telling Bam when you left that I think probably the play is just let every single chapter choose what doctrine they want to be in at the start of every battle round, and then you just can't choose the same doctrine more than three times in a game. Not bad. That simultaneously nerfs Iron Hands while helping the assault chapters. Yeah. I think that's well, something like that's probably the play. 
Well, and you basically, like, if you look at that as the haves and the haves nots, you took an army that, like, that's their mm-hmm. preferred doctrine. You know, they, their, their abilities key off of it. Mm-hmm. And you basically made it where, like, okay, now I can have this five turns, you know, and you've taken the other armies that, you know, basically don't get good till turn three. And they're yeah. like, I'm not going to pick that. Why would I want that? You know, and yeah. you know what gets to happen before turn three? You, my, you've lost the game. My three gladiator reapers get to come in on a board edge and shoot everything. Yeah. Yeah. Because you can't screen out the whole board. Right. And even if you're charging into my deployment zone, turn one or turn two, the gladiator reapers are not going to be there. They're not going to be a target for you. Like they're going to get to come in and do what they want to do. Yep. It's disgusting. It's pretty good. <laughs> so, well, any other highlights you think from Iron Hands that someone needs to look at if they're uh, if they're building a list right now? Um, drop pods. Well, yeah, Devastators in in a drop pod. Um, I haven't experimented yet with two drop pods. Like there probably is play with two drop pods, but like uh, two three units of Devastators and then that fourth slot in the second drop pod just be a Stern Guard squad. Like there probably is. Guards are great. Yeah, there, there's probably definitely play there. I just don't have the models for it. Um, I know we didn't talk about repulsor. You know, repulsors and repulsor executioners came way down in points too. Mm-hmm. Um, they're all pretty much free. They're all free war gear, aren't they? Too. They are all free. Is, yeah. But... Yeah, and what I think a repulsor is 200 points now. They started at what over 300 points at the start of the edition, and now a repulsor is 200 points, and our executioner is 250. Is it really 200 and 250? Is that the difference? Yeah, that's ridiculous. And the repulsor executioner still suffers from the same thing that our redemptors do. That damn plasma gun is only d6 shots. Yep. <laughs> if if at least the repulsor executioner was d3 plus six. Or just D, or just a flat six like the Sakaran, because the Sakaran has that big strength eight, strength nine plasma gun, but it's just flat six shots. It's great. Um, so bring the Sakaran in the uh, Iron Hands. I am. There you go, Bam. There's there's the thing you just asked me that I didn't mention. I love the Sakaran Omega. Okay. It's with all the points decreases. It's now a little too expensive. But if guard are going to continue to be so big in the meta, that thing picks up Lehman Russes like no one's business. Well, and the good thing about Iron Hands is you don't need a Tech Marine to babysit it. No, no, not so, at all. And, and, and like, it's, it's another thing, right? I'm just going to reserve it. I'm not going to start it on the board. And it has a crazy 14 inch move. Like it can come in anywhere. And it's going to be, if it survives one turn, it's going to continue to get its shots on whatever it wants all game. It's two Laz cannon shots and flat six, three damage plasma shots. I get it with full reroll. Well, not full rerolls, but rerolling ones all game and the extra AP. It's a nuts platform. It's just a little too expensive. But I'm, hell, you know, I'm not a traditional Marine player too much. I'm totally willing to bring stuff like that. Yeah, man, I hadn't looked at executioners in so long. Sure, shit, two fifty, man, Jesus, two fifty. Yeah, I will not be bringing them. Mine look pretty in their case, so <laughs> they're a All full right. hundred points cheaper. They are than they were, crazy. and people are still not bringing them. It's well, just the stuff. There's too many things that like pick up vehicles. I mean, that's just it. Is you you pick your shit up. 
it's my fire raptor problem it's an expensive yeah. ass model only with a three up save and no involvement yeah you gotta you gotta find a way to keep it alive so yeah all right guys i'm fading and uh i'm getting into old man time so i need to kick my feet up but uh sean what do you got going up there in kc anything anybody needs to know about Show me Showdown. I think that's the only thing I can think of going on right now. Uh, I know there's the Comic-Con GT. I think that's yeah. March 18th, 19th. Yep. There's that one. Calvin Stills uh, next month. So yep. That's us. I'll, I'll do my shout-out now. Uh, okay. t- team Arcanite out of KC. We're running the Planet Comic-Con event, which is the third... Let me pull up the calendar. It's the third weekend of March. March 25th and... Tw- oh, no. Excuse me. I'm gonna. I'm gonna. Yeah, that doesn't sound right. I'm gonna get yelled at by Drew. It's March 18th and 19th. Wow. I was thinking of Adepticon in my head. It's March 18th and 19th. Um, the, if you buy a ticket to the GT, it will also get you a three-day pass to all of Planet Comic Con in Kansas City. We've got a thousand dollars of door prizes. Uh, pretty good prize. Uh, first, second, third place. First place, I think, is 250 store credit to Mind Games. A um, couple other sponsors are dropping a lot of prizes. You gotta have uh, Drew figure that out because I've now heard cash, and I now I've now heard store credit. So decide on one. Oh, who told you cash? Uh, I think Calvin and Drew did at the Geekery at the New Year's Knockout. Mm, maybe I'm out of the know. I thought it was store credit myself. That's what I thought. I've seen a post that says cash. And I've seen also seen a post that says store oh, credit. So. Well, hey. Sure, we'll say cash. I don't. I don't want to say incorrectly though. Yeah. But I would err on the side. It will probably be store credit. It's at least store credit. Fully willing to be wrong there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but yeah, so Team Mark Knight, watch it. We got YouTube videos. Watch those. I think the next big event in Casey after that is Perils of the Geekery. We're Sounds doing right. another one of those. I will be uh, at Perils. In, yeah, that's in April. I'll be going to that too. Um. Yeah. And uh, guys, if you're not monkey, monkey is still going. So www.flyingmonkeycon.com. And uh, last uh, September, I think, 24th, 25th, 26th. I'm going. Um, good. I'm going. I'm first ticket. Yeah. Get your wow. get your rooms at the venue. Everybody tries to cheap it up and find something down the road, around the corner, you know, across the block. If you stay at the hotel, they give you free breakfast, free dinner, and you get free drinks at happy hour. Like if you just add up booze and two meals a day, the money you stay you save staying like five miles away probably doesn't make up for that. So, and they have good breakfast every day, uh, good dinner every day. You know, you're just kind of on your own at lunch. But you know, if you nice. if you want to go on the cheap and stuff stuff in your pockets, you can get through lunch till dinner and eat for free all weekend. So, it's a uh, it's it's good value. Mm-hmm. Oh, and I, I forgot one of the. One of the cool things we're doing at Planet Comic Con that maybe not a lot of 40k people in the US see. I know they do this more in Europe. Um, if you're looking for something to do that weekend, our event is going to run half GW terrain, half player place terrain. And so... Is it round by round or is it based off table you're on? It's whatever table you're on. Okay. We'll alternate tables and probably our top table will just alternate too, I imagine. Um, but yeah, so that is, as I opened this podcast with terrain is like the, it's just, it's so important to list building and the event you're going to, right? You'll build a completely different list. If you know, you're going to a GW train event, you'll build a completely different list. If you know, you're going to player place train event, 
we're going to combine the two so you can't tailor your list too hard and people have to be a little bit more you know forgiving with their lists and a little bit more pro uh i can't speak right now pragmatic you know with their list building so yeah i think that's going to be pretty fun and i would love i think we're going to probably keep doing that going forward and i would love to push that sounds more through the u.s but i I hope you guys figure it out so (laughs) i'm uh, i'm probably actually moving my shop to uh i'm getting my table set up for i'm have sets of uh, u.s open train for the tables in addition in addition trying to have player play sets so guys can play both ways with a dojo and in practicing (laughs) so it, is there it's completely different you know yeah it is I, i'm starting to grip player place has really grown on me um i think if, if you have good sets of train they're designed for player placed mm-hmm. um it's fucking awesome a lot of people try to make stuff work for player place it isn't necessarily designed for player place it turns out to be mm-hmm. trash uh so it's it's interesting to see where the community is going with it and i want to be able to kind of handle both ways in my shop so but guys uh Give me feedback. Uh, if you liked what Jeremy had to say tonight, want to see Jeremy back on sometime, I'm sure he'd come back on. He likes to talk about 40K. I'm probably one of the smarter 40K players I know. Don't tell him I said that out loud. But uh, And then Sean, as always, I appreciate you coming on tonight. Of course. And uh, Thanks, Sean. Can. Yeah, sorry I had to leave. I had to put barbecue sauce in my ribs. <laughs> <laughs> so, that's a good oh, innuendo. I like that. <laughs> Some Kansas City boys. Oh no, that's house. real. I, I had to put barbecue sauce on some oh. ribs. I'm smoking ribs. <laughs> okay. That was that was not a metaphor. So <laughs> all right, guys. Uh check this out. Uh, this episode, if you're listening on uh, Apple or Google or whatever, is fine. I am starting to throw the episodes up on YouTube. I am not doing any editing. I'm just throwing the raw video up. So if you want to watch it in that format, great, go for it. Um, if not, you know, whatever. So and like I said, check out Jeremy's channel. Um, uh, him and Drew both are pretty entertaining. I enjoy hearing. What's their the takes. YouTube channel? What's the channel? Planet Arcanite. Planet Arcanite. Or no, I'm sorry. Oh God, Drew's gonna kill me. It's Team Arcanite. <laughs> Team Arcanite. So <laughs> the 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 <laughs> tournament is called Planet Arcanite. That's yeah. and we were talking about that. Sorry. I'll tell you what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna drop a link to Jeremy's channel um, in the in the com- in the uh, the comment section of the uh, of the video or the post. Space Marines. That's Jeremy's favorite. My favorite too. All right, guys. We'll see you next week. Cultured. Game over, man. It's game over. <laughs>